You're listening to the Secret Muse Society, where we pull out the things we keep hidden about ourselves. What are the secrets that actually hold us back from the connection we crave? And what happens when we tap into the inspiration we have to offer the world? I'm your host, authenticity coach, Karen Choi. Let's dive in together. Hello, Muse. I'm going to start this episode by telling you a personal story of my first introduction to cutting the cord. Obviously, not my very first experience, because cutting the cord doesn't only have to happen at birth. And I wanted to share this very transformational practice with you because it has changed my relationships with myself, with my parents with my children, with my husband, with my past, with the future. It is just such a powerful practice that might help you in your journey to your most authentic self and authentic power. It was the night before I moved out of the house for university. The lights in the house were dim. My dad called me into the family room and he pulled out three chairs from the dining table. He placed two chairs side by side and the third chair faced them. He pointed to the single chair and told me, Karen, sit. I looked at my dad and my mom's faces for some type of clue, and yet they both remained silent and solemn. I asked, what's happening? And dad said, we are going to cut our soul ties. I thought, huh? My parents remained stoic. They told me they were sending me off into adulthood, releasing me to the world. They did their best to raise me, and from now on, they were no longer responsible for my choices. I was. My teenage brain was freaking out, was panicking and thinking, Oh my God, are you cutting me off? I still need you. But my parents proceeded. Mom and Dad took turns leading us through a visualization to cut our soul ties, our energetic cords. They each put a hand on my shoulder and prayed for me, and they gave me their blessing. At 18 years old, being let go was oddly one of the most bonding experiences I ever had with my parents. They showed me that night that real love is about setting someone free, and it wouldn't be the last time. Since then, they gave me away on my wedding day when I was 32, and when I turned 40, I realized I had to cut my own soul ties for my parents in order to live my authentic life. So why cut the cord from your parents? I have a loving and supportive relationship with my parents. I am deeply grateful for them, the sacrifices they made in order to provide for me and my brothers, and I'm thankful for the values they instilled in me, and I still appreciate the wisdom they offer from their life. I also really needed their approval, and that's part I realized was holding me back from finding my own way. In order to find my own way, I had to break away from their beliefs and their ideology. They were my first teachers, and so they became my default way of thinking. But I had to choose a different way in order to make some different changes in my life. Even more so, I realized I was living for their validation. Their voices were always in my head. Every decision starting to cloud my own judgment. And I noticed that it was overpowering my own knowing, coming between me and my intuition, developing that trust with myself and becoming a block. So breaking away from your parents' ideology is not easy. 
During our most formative years, we believe they know what's best for us. And having the courage to say, I'll take my chances and do it my way, takes a lot of strength to stand up for yourself, to distinguish between obedience and respect, to separate from insecurities and disappointments, to stop carrying their expectations and fears that may be theirs, but are not for your journey. And most importantly, to make space between you for a deeper mutual understanding that would bring you closer. I share this story because as a daughter, as a daughter of Chinese immigrants, which I know is not limited to just children of immigrants, our sense of duty is strong as daughters and sons. But we have to remind ourselves that just because our parents' suggestions come from a place of love and good intention and protection, we can be grateful and we also don't have to do what they say. (laughs) You can give yourself permission to not spend energy considering what they would think. You can give yourself permission to do it your way, knowing and trusting that they provided you with enough tools and wisdom and they will be there to love and support you. But most importantly, that you have enough in yourself to decide. So why would you need to cut the cord? Every time we interact with someone, we make an energetic exchange with them. You and I are making an energetic exchange right now as you listen to this podcast. And through this time that we spend together, we create an energetic bond or a soul tie with each other. As time goes on and the relationship deepens, so do the bonds. Imagine the ties intertwining, how our cords cross and connect. Over time, relational patterns and emotional dynamics, they develop. And over time, you might start to see how they might drain your mental energy, your emotional, physical, and spiritual energy. So cutting the cord or releasing soul ties actually helps to clear away those emotional buildups, the obstructions, the funk, and create space to allow the relationship to flow, to grow, or even to outgrow altogether. It's important to note that cord cutting doesn't seek to remove healthy emotional bonds with loved ones like your parents, but consider it more like cleaning house or clearing the pipes so you can feel good in your own home. Or when you think about the pipe analogy, energy can just flow smoothly, fully. As adults, we start to see our parents as adults, right? And we start to take ownership of how we can set new boundaries around how we interact with each other. And for me, and I I have a feeling for you, sometimes the relationships are not always easy. Sometimes they may be toxic to you, draining in the moment. And cutting our parents off entirely is not always an option, right? But this is the case for a lot of relationships we have in our lives. Cutting somebody off entirely is not really an option or even something you want to do. But you notice and feel that there is something that has to be done. And so this type of energetic cutting of the cords, releasing of soul ties, allows for that to happen without actually creating a break. Maybe you got angry from your parents and you're taking their comments personally. Or maybe their doubt steered you off your path and chipped away at your confidence along the way. Or maybe you feel guilty for not listening to their advice, 
even though you're a grown-ass adult. On those nights when you're feeling frustrated and flustered by what they would do versus what is right for you, that's when cutting the cord and coming back to trusting yourself can make a huge difference. Another case in which cutting the cord can come really helpful is when a relationship ends or becomes hurtful or unhealthy and we must clear the energy between us and the other person. Cutting the cord allows a new healthy relationship to form with yourself and with the other person if it's in the highest good for both of you. I love this anonymous quote. It says, if you carry the same bricks from relationship to relationship, you'll end up building the same house. So how do you know if you need to cut the cord or release soul ties with somebody else? There are a few symptoms here, and I'll share three. And they might look different for you, which is totally okay. So there's three symptoms to if you need to cut the cord or release soul ties. First one is you're obsessing about that person in your thoughts, probably during the daytime even. For example, maybe if it's your parents, you're worrying about how they would judge a decision that you've made in your life. Or maybe you're thinking about an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend, or perhaps it's even a colleague that you work with. You're thinking a lot about their opinion of you, what they are saying of you, how to change the relationship dynamic. You're thinking a lot about how you, maybe a conversation you need to have with them. You're obsessing about it. So first notice who are the people who are taking a lot of your mental space? Number two, this person might even be popping up into your dreams. Yes. (laughs) For example, for me, I've had dreams of my parents leaving and giving me silent treatment, very much similar to those things that happened when I was a child. Or coming back to that ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend, that ex-lover, that person who you had an intimate relationship with, maybe they're popping back into your life through your dreams and you wake up disturbed, not really knowing why. There might be some energetic connection still happening there. And the third one is You're imagining or hearing this person's voice in your head. Yes. Sometimes my inner critic actually sounds like my mom or my dad's voice. Or, you know those times when you're standing in front of the mirror and you hear yourself saying, oh, you shouldn't wear that. Or, oh my gosh, you got to lose some weight. Maybe that is the voice that you've heard from a friend or that's not really a good friend or a mentor or somebody just in your life an ex-boyfriend, an ex-girlfriend, even that voice of a colleague or a boss who's creating some self-doubt like, oh, I don't think that's a good idea or no, you're not good enough to do that or have you considered something else? You know, those doubts and fears. Whose voice is that? Is that yours or is that somebody's in your life? If you are noticing these voices, it means that breaking a soul tie or cutting a cord could be an important step for your own freedom. So you can move forward with your life. And it doesn't necessarily have to involve an awkward conversation with them because it might not be the same on their side, right? You need the spiritual release and clearing. So take care of what you need first. There are four phases to breaking a soul tie or cutting the cord. It doesn't, it's not necessarily like a one and done type of deal. Like anything in life, it takes time to warm up to the idea to actually get clear on your intention and what you want to get out of it. 
and then to do the thing and to see how it changes in your life, how it, what the impacts are, right? So I want to offer you four phases. The first one is acknowledge. You have to acknowledge that it exists. Acknowledge that the soul tie or the cord, the relationship bond exists and what it looks like. Maybe it's addiction or maybe it's admitting that there's an issue between the two of you. Or maybe it's even noticing those obsessive thoughts or what the voice in your head actually sounds like and who does it come from. It's really acknowledging that there is something tied around you that is holding you back from really expressing your true authentic self or you moving forward with a goal. And what is the source of it? So acknowledge that the soul tie or the cord exists. Number two, you have to decide that you're going to do something about it. This is the intention piece. While time heals, you also have to take action. And action can be very much a mental decision because a mental decision will then create a domino effect of your actual action. And you might journey to find what's right or what works for you through this decision. Some people like to find someone to talk to about this bond and how it's affecting you, like a therapist or a coach or a spiritual mentor. Some people like to decide by writing in a journal. But it's really important to come to a decision that, yes, this is something that needs to be done and you're going to start finding ways to do it. Number three, third phase to break a soul tire cut a cord. You have to define it. Define what needs to be released and make space for whatever needs to take place. It's usually forgiveness. So define is often the most difficult step to take. It requires you to relive the relationship, the pain, the love, and decide to forgive. Maybe not the other person, but number one, forgive yourself. You have to identify any outstanding mental and emotional debts that you're carrying and what might be keeping the soul tie alive. Can you give yourself to permission to forgive yourself for past decisions or past actions or what you said to the other person or how you've even been holding all this energy for so long? It is something which is hard to do and it takes courage. So give yourself some grace here. Number four, the fourth phase to breaking a soul tie or cutting the cord is the release, the actual cutting the cord, the actual breaking the soul tie. I like to do this through a visualization exercise. And little did I know that my parents gave this tool to me back when I was 18. And now that I'm turning 42 this year, it's a visualization exercise where you Visualize the connection between yourself and the other person, and then you sever it using your will and intention to release the bond. As we know, visualization does a lot when it comes to creating a future of where you want to go, creating a vision of who you want to be, and changing your thought patterns and your belief systems to move you towards that direction. Visualization, we know that we can tell what the brain thinks, believes is actual reality. And sometimes it takes more than just one session. You may have to repeat these steps over and over and over again until you feel clear. 
I've actually used this visualization exercise, cutting the cord and soul ties, not just in the relationship I have with my parents, but with ex-boyfriends who I realized I was still thinking about, ex-colleagues who I was still thinking about. I've also used it in a way to say goodbye to my old self so that I could move forward and embrace the person who I want to become. I've also used this visualization exercise to change the relationship I have with food. It's really powerful. Actually, I've used this visualization exercise to change my relationship with money, to change the relationship with my body, to change the relationship with my husband. You can use this in so many ways. Just think about the energetic bonds you create, maybe not with a person, but with a thing or with a dream or with a goal or with a mistake. You can cut the ties so that you can be free of it and move forward. So what do you experience after releasing cords or soul ties? For me, tears just pour out of my face because I'm a nose crier and it's not pretty, (laughs) but it's such a release. And I notice a lightness inside and outside of my body, like as if I can breathe deeper into my body. Imagine carrying around metal chains and then finally setting them down. You no longer feel the heavy and cold weight of those metal chains tied around you, right? And remember how one of the symptoms is hearing that person's voice in your head or constantly thinking about them and seeing them in your thoughts? Well, after releasing the soul ties and cutting those cords, guess what? You start noticing that they have less of a presence in your head until it's gone. And what a relief. There are some people who also may feel extremely tired or nauseous, lightheaded, or even experience diarrhea. Some may feel a rush of energy coming back since the unconscious or subconscious energy drain is no longer happening. No matter what you have to, this type of process helps you to trust your inner knowing and what you instinctively feel in your body. And that becomes exactly what you need to heal and move forward. If you're feeling weighed down by a relationship, past or present, toxic or loving, I highly recommend trying this. Cut the cord, release the soul ties, give yourself a freedom that you're craving and see what deep healing can happen for you, how you might set yourself free and grow from there. I've recorded a eight minute guided visualization that you can download for free at my website at karenchoi.co. And it has served me well in my own personal relationships. It's been so impactful for my clients and I created it to gift to you, to help you during your transformation, to transform those relationships that are important to you. Because again, the most important relationship you have is with yourself. So do yourself a favor, see those cords, Feel those ties, find those bonds, figure out which ones you can let go and do it. Let me know how it goes. That's it for me today, dear muse. I'll see you next week. Stay gold. Thank 
you for listening to the Secret Muse Society. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't yet, please go to Apple Podcasts to rate and review this podcast so other modern muses like you can find us too. I invite you to continue the conversation and connect with me on Instagram at karenchoy.co. Join me next week for more secrets inspired by you. I'm Karen Choi. Until next time, stay gold.